July 2nd, 2011. VGN Radio presents Kevin's Old Blast Radio with your host, Kevin Baird. And Lucas from British Columbia, Canada. Tonight's topics, parents... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Forget that. Off to a good start. Yeah, that's how, I, that's how Old Blasts always are. They're always wrong. Anyway, we are going to talk about your parents, though. Um, I'm joined with Lucas from British Columbia. Uh, he's wanted to get on the show for a long time. Finally, we've gotten some time to get together and record some of these shows that for Oblast that I wanted to do now that VGN's kind of getting a little bit more uh, unscheduled. Grumpy. Yeah, people grumpy like Jedi was on the Jedi. last show. <laughs> really pissed off. So It was, it was funny because when you guys first started, Jedi was just this breath of fresh air and young youth and enthusiasm and just spending six months podcasting with you guys. He's just, just bitter. It's like Dawn <laughs> like Larry. This is what happens. He's uh, Jedi's getting older, too. You know, he's gotten to that point where he's not... Like Brighton in his early twenties anymore, you know he's um, he's 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 getting near thirty, and uh, he's got really not a lot going on with himself. I mean, he's got his college education, but he already had that, and he's getting you know he's getting another degree, but he's still going into a job market that is terrible right now, and you know, and um, I, I worry about the guy because it's got to be hard, man. You know, he's he's done all this education, he's probably got some pretty big loans he's going to have to pay off too, and. Um, you know, it's kind of like uh, he's still living at home with his folks. You know, dude. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it, it's got it. You know, and that's the kind of thing. <laughs> his dad with his giant hands, right. <laughs> crushing him, crushing him in the yard, making him go out in that freaking radioactive heat wave that he lives in. <laughs> freaking fighting spiders. And, yeah. Yeah. and the guy, you know, he says he wants to go places and stuff. You know, and I, you know, and I, you know, I want him to. Like, you know, he wants to see, you know, get out of where he's at and go travel and, and be at other places and it's like, you know, but it sucks because the economy sucks, you know, he, he was another one of those guys, he used to do banking, you know right. and, and uh, just was one of those things where the, the whole banking industry collapsed you know, and I mean, yeah. he's doing alright I'm not saying that the guy's starving or anything, but you know it's just, that's why, that's how, Corbett. right this is how you get bitter, it's just <laughs> as you get into middle age, that's what happens, you know, all the dreams that you thought you had when you were a kid, like get fucking squashed by reality and then you're just like, ugh and, they, that, and then you start yelling at fucking Don Anderson on the radio, you know, and then he, he yells back at you. <laughs> yeah, my dreams were crushed when I was at a very young age, so, so let's speak, I never let, had any hope, really. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about that. So let's start with your parents. Um, sure. Can you fill us in, like, um, at all about, like, where they're from or who they are or, you know, how I they really, met? I, 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 only very basically. Um, I have no idea where they met. I think they met in, like, university. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't really know my mother that well. My parents got divorced when I was nine. So it was kind of, uh, you know, I was still like a kid. And I never really got to learn like all the stories of how they met and stuff like that. Because my household was not always the happiest household. It's, it's very similar to how sort of yours was. So um, my dad was a, he was, this is such a Canadian cliche, but my dad was a logger. <laughs> And I'm not even. Wow. Well, that, that. that's cool. Really, <laughs> it was. Yeah, he owned like he owned like uh, skidders and like loaders and stuff like that. It was wow. a business that he, he did with his his father and uh, his brother. Oh, I mean that's all right. That's cool. I mean, I it mean, was, it was cool, man. We had like heavy duty equipment. Like I was a little kid, like five, and I get to go in the big like skidder yeah. and pull shit out and everything. <laughs> It's it's cool, man. Like it's I where I live now. It's like it's not like real Canada, but where I grew up, I grew up in a town called um, Clearwater in British Columbia. There was only I think when I was growing up there, there was only about twenty eight hundred people population. Wow. Okay. Like Pretty my small, my man. like my my I grew up in a log house. 
Wow, like, I, ain't, really? I ain't talking to like mining shack or something. It was, yeah, I hear you. It was made out of law. I got it. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, um, it's two stories, you know, five bedrooms, you know, and then a big living room. And it's, it's just in the middle of the fucking woods besides a, beside a river. Wow. Like, I am that Canadian cliche besides all the stupid shit that you Americans think we say and do. Well, I mean, we got that in the United States, too, though. I mean, there's guys that live in Oregon. Or, I mean, they're on freaking swamp loggers and shit around here on TV. So it ain't just Canada. I mean, it just yeah. depends on where you, you know, there's backwoods everywhere you know but i just mean when you think we say a boot oh yeah sure whatever brian's canadian come on now you know (laughs) he's so canadian he was born in canada he's a total canadian uh, citizen you know he's just naturalized united states drinks and looks like one that's for sure yeah he's fucking without question no um yeah so that's cool so your dad was a logger and your mom you, you know where she came from or anything well, she used to. I don't. She used to do like office jobs and stuff like that. I feel like an asshole right now because I can't even fucking remember. Oh, it's all right. I've just sort of blocked out. Yeah. But she had office jobs and stuff like that. She's like a counselor now. But um, you know, when when the divorce happened, like I don't. I like I said, I was like nine. Like I don't know. Really know exactly what happened. I don't want to say too much because my parents are probably going to listen to this, or at least my father will. Oh, I, I, my, uh, <laughs> my my I know my mom won't, but. Um, and I'm pretty sure what happened is when the divorce happened is is the like you know you got to split everything up. But I pretty much had to sell the business. Oh really? And, okay. Yeah, and he like lost all that shit and everything, and he got laid up really bad because he's he had done like physical labor for so many years that he had slipped a disc in his back. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, so he was pretty hurt and he couldn't but, really but, keep up the lifestyle. But you were born into. Um when he was still doing the logging, basically, like when right. they when they had you. Now, were you the first kid, the tenth no, kid? No, I'm, I'm the the. Well, I have twin sisters. Oh, okay, fraternal t- twins or whatever is it called? Where they're identical? That's what I'm looking identical. for. Identical, yeah. And okay. It's funny too because I have twin daughters as well. Oh wow! Yeah, well, the, ge- the genes tend to pass like that. I think. I think that's normal. Yeah. I've, I've been hearing about it ever since. Um, that's my fault that I have twins. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, so okay, but before we go there, um, so you were born, you were born, living in this this small town. You were, you had twin sisters, and you were the oldest or the youngest? What are you? Youngest. Youngest. Four years older than me. Okay, all right. That's yeah. about Brian's. About three and a half years older yeah. than me. So, so okay, imagine how your brother used to torture you. Right. Okay, imagine that. Okay, now there's two of them. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> sisters are sisters can be worse, I think. You know, because they they can be very protective of their brothers, like from other people. But then, like, I mean, I don't know how yours are, but but then, like, but uh, on the flip side of that, they can completely torture you endlessly. Like, I think, I think there's a little from both ends. Yeah, from for me for sure. Yeah, but, um, and I only I only sp- I only lived with them for uh, they moved when once my mom moved out. Um, they lived with her. Oh, okay. So your parents had a divorce or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. And they went with uh, my mom, and I chose to stay with my dad. Okay. You know, all right. They, I know those usually situations. Usually, ninety percent of the time during a divorce, the mom will get all the kids. Yeah. But right. I, I didn't want to be with my mom. I wanted to be with my dad. Sure. So I stayed with my dad. Yeah, I know a guy who recently got divorced from his wife, and it was kind of weird because they had a boy and a girl, and it was the opposite. The girl wanted to go with the dad, and the son wanted to go with the mom. So that's what ended up happening. And I'm always thinking to myself, that's weird. I don't know. Um, I can see it from both ways, though. I mean, it's your kids. It doesn't really matter, you know. But it, I wouldn't, yeah. like, if you're going to, if you're going to separate, okay. But I don't think you would really want to separate the kids like that. Like, I mean, I, I understand your situation because you want to be with your dad and the girls want to be with their mom. But it's just like, I don't, I would probably keep them together. I mean, but whatever. 
What am I? It was, it, it was a pretty big sticking point. It's something that my mom still holds against me to this day. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so... Get, gets involved Whatever. with all that. But anyway, okay, so you grew up in this small town now. Did you go to school in this town? Or, yep. okay, so I, you had I like an... That's Lake Elementary. Wow, <laughs> and were there like seven other kids? Is that how many kids went to that school? <laughs> it seemed kind of small. No, there was um, there was a couple... Um, I, I, I'm stretching the term suburb, but there was like other smaller towns that came were around Clearwater because there was also a, a, a mill like oh. a logging mill okay sure so there there's a lot of people around our our area it was very like rural but right. there's a lot of people that just lived out in the fucking woods okay sure you know and, and there was another town just I don't know like half an hour away called Vavenby that probably had I don't know probably less than a thousand but you know sure just a very even smaller than where I came from and then there's just a whole bunch of little like pockets of people everywhere so there was enough we actually had two elementary schools in in Clearwater oh wow Blue, Blue River and uh, and Dutch Lake which is funny because there's always that there's only two schools and then we just have this huge rivalry <laughs> it's, just, it's just kids it's just like fucking Archie comics or something you know yeah. it was silly but, but, uh, we always got our ass kicked every time because it's like it seemed like all the kids from like the higher income houses went to Dutch Lake and then all like the shitty kids from trailer parks went to Blue River <laughs> but they're just like they're like just like fist fighting and shit like all the time just, like kick our ass at like every sporting event because we're all like we're all like we have computers in art class and, and, then, and then they're like just like fucking burning themselves with cigarettes <laughs> that's awesome and then it was funny too. Uh, well, we'll get to high school. They have a funny story about that. Too, okay. Both are, yeah. Anyway. So, so, yeah, so, so um, the uh, okay. So yeah, I, I imagine also people out in like more rural like uh, places have more kids too. It's just one of those things like families. Well, it's just cheaper, right? Working class. There, you know, yeah. it helps to have um, kids to work on like farms or like you're doing <laughs> manual labor or whatever. You know, get, yeah. Have them. Actually, an Olympic wrestler came out of my town. Really? Well. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Abe Lincoln? No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, I don't, there's no Olympics. He but... lived on a farm and he was a hay baler. Oh. So he would just, he was one of those dudes that was just out there fucking taking the bales of hay and throwing them every fucking day, like 365 days a year, and he just was built like a brick shit house. Wow. He, like, he was like 250 pounds and just solid muscle, but he could still, he was like short enough, he could just do backflips on command. It was wow. crazy. Oh. Yeah. oh, okay. Um, so... That's weird. All right, uh, getting a little, getting a little, getting a little gay talking about some wrestler guy. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, so, um, okay, so you went to elementary school, and now that Canadian system, we, we've we've been over these school systems now pretty much. I've pretty much got it down. It basically, this was a um, was this a public school or was it a where you know? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, there's no such thing as private school where I came from. Oh, I've been Catholic schools. I think maybe like out, but maybe not where you are or something. But I know, no. yeah. No. So. Um, Okay, so you went to public school. So we we've been kind of up and down that whole thing. Is there anything you want to comment about like that? Did you did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you? It was uh, weird, man. Because where I where I grew up, it's like I don't know. I grew like I like I'm younger than you. Like I'm almost thirty. I'm twenty eight right, right now. Right. Sure. And it's like I understand when when you guys were in school when you got beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I understand that, right? It was like the seven or the sixties and eighties, right? Right. But it's like that shit was still going on. When I was in school, like during the '90s in my town, which seemed kind of backwards, like there'd be like kids that got slammed up against lockers by teachers and stuff. 
everyone in Clearwater is like an alcoholic. Like everyone. The really? Teachers, everyone. And the, the teachers fly off the handle. I had one that got fired halfway through the, our like um, our school year for taking a kid and slamming his head against the locker. Wow. And then we got like we had three like short long term um, teachers. I think this was my grade five, which it was just like it was like what's that movie with all the kids on the island with the pig, Lord of the Flies? Oh it was right, like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just we didn't even learn anything. I've never I never learned cursive. Real? Yeah, I've heard they stopped teaching that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that's yeah. You're not missing anything. Um, I could type as fast as I can think. So yeah, I, think what, I came out ahead on that one. Who's gonna freaking sit down and write curse of anything anymore? Um, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It, you know, I mean, people thought I'd treasure these like ancient freaking things. Like, you know, why don't you why don't you learn Greek too while you're at it, so you can freaking you know learn Sanskrit. Yeah, write Sanskrit. Do Latin. You know, start talking in freaking syllables. But no, seriously, the um, uh, we didn't get our asses kicked when we were in school. I mean, teachers didn't really hit us or anything. Um, but we, you know, when we were in, like, when we were really young, like, um, they, you know, they would paddle you. I don't know if they yeah. do much paddling anymore. Maybe in elementary schools, probably not. But that was like it, a thing. Yeah, the no paddling, just excessive yelling and pushing yeah it, a lot of a lot of that but not you know that was all but see, a lot of it's psychological you know especially when you're a little kid because your imagination's crazy when you're a little kid you know <laughs> right. you just think that there's a room full of fucking hellraiser chains and spikes and shit in there and a teacher's gonna take you in and just kill you basically just fucking rip your flesh off and stuff you know and plus like if anybody ever went into the room you would just hear these horrific screams coming out of it you know because kids will always like lose their fucking mind you know and you're like oh my god i hope i never have to go in there you know and i don't know even as today as an adult i might be like you know, they're like, well, you're getting paddled. I'll be like, no, no. Nah, probably not. Probably like, really? Well, I remember, I, remember uh, your, I think it was your brother when you guys were doing your, your school episode, Midwest Wasteland, when it's like the one time where it's like Brian was trying to get sent to the principal's office and he had to be dragged, screaming, <laughs> clutching lockers because he was so freaking scared to go there. And it's true, yeah, because you're like a little kid. Right. It's like everyone is so much bigger than you, and you're just like, you're so frightened about everything. Right, right. Yep, like, no. Especially in our society, kids are just taught to fear everything. Right. Like, don't talk to strangers. Don't look at that van. Don't touch that. It's dirt. You know, it's like everything. It's like, ugh. Yep, yep. So, okay. So you got out. You went, you know, did, um, what did elementary school go to sixth or fifth or what was Seventh. Your, seventh. Okay. There's no middle school where I came from. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you then you went right in gee that's high a, school. Wow, high school at eighth grade? That's yep. gotta suck. You had to be small compared to a lot of the guys that were in high school. That would be no yep. fun. Yep. Tell me you about get, it. You get fucking the day you walk in is fucking hell. <laughs> it's, it's fucking you're like a little you're still a little kid. Right. You're still playing like, G.I. Joe and shit and fucking Well, I wasn't <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I was I was playing like magic cards and like D and D. Yeah, right. And stuff like that. I'm playing with fucking action figures. Come on. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Shut up. Dude, at 12? Yeah, come on. It depends. I don't, I don't think so, man. I was painting Warhammer armies when I was 12. I don't think you'd... I don't know. I mean, see, I'm kind of, like, on the fence on that, because I think, like, you, you got to hit puberty first. It all depends on when you hit puberty. Because if you haven't hit puberty, you're still like, ooh, there's a new toy. You know, I don't think you're that mellow yet where you're like, I'm going to paint fucking action fi- or metal figurines and do dungeons. Well, I had, I had a lot of, I had a lot of, um, 
issues going on in myself. So it's like I would rather just go and paint an entire army right. of goblins. I mean, that's like cool. No, I mean, I, I'm just... I, 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 I really... No, but seriously, like, I, I th- it might have been different because of, like, how our schools worked because, like, there's older kids around you all the time. I think you have to grow up faster there. Oh, listen, like, I, I think you're co- completely right. What I was just getting at was that like, when I went to school, like, at around 8th grade, there were some guys who hit puberty, and they were all like, hey, man, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go hit on this chick over here, I'm gonna go try and get laid. And then there would be, like, kids like myself who didn't, and I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna go play toys or something. You know, you're just retarded, you know, because you're not, you're still a kid, and that's the worst, 8th grade, like, is, is some of the worst years of your life, really. It is. 8th well, grade. Yeah, is- I, I was kind of forced to grow up fast, too, because I we, we missed this, but my dad got involved with another woman. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, she's going to listen to this, too, so I got to be nice. <laughs> Hi, Darlene. Love you. And she had two um, older sons. Okay. So there was the, the one son that was three years older than me, and then another son that was seven years older than me. So she was also divorced, just like my dad, too. So then we all ended up living in one house together. And as you can imagine, being the youngest kid by a lot, they picked on me hellishly. Wow. So yeah. um, I, we're all cool now. And I, I, like, they're, they're great. They're, we're, we, we've all made up. But that was those were hard years. Don't lie. You're freaking, you got voodoo dolls of them in your house. And you're sharpening a knife and putting pictures on your ceiling. Uh, maybe one. Yeah. Uh, they're all good now. We're all old now, right? But back then, it was hard. And if if they listen to this and they don't think they're fucking hard on me, they can fucking go fuck themselves. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were. They've apologized for a lot of stuff back in the day. Like, once we got older. But, you know, once I started getting bigger and a little bit crazier, which I'm sure we'll get into. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like... He stopped quickly. I was like that with my brother, too. I mean, my yeah. brother would be like picking on me and stuff and I, as a kid I'd always be thinking to myself one day I'm going to get older and I'm going to kick your ass you know like one day I'm going to go into the fucking bedroom while you're sleeping and put a fucking bag over your sleep. yeah and then you get older and you're like I don't care as much anymore <laughs> you know <laughs> no I think I got, I got older and I got a lot more antagonistic yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so you said you had a funny story about high school or something so. well it was funny because the two the, our rival elementary schools there was only one high school right Right? So that was CSS, Clearwater Secondary School, home of the Raiders. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> and uh, th- so the kids from Blue River and the kids from Dutch Lake, you know, the, the, the kids that know how to, like, <laughs> use their utensils while they eat. Right. And then the kids that know how to fucking kill a bear with their hands <laughs> are all of a sudden in the same school. And we've had this rivalry going for fucking seven years. You know what I wow, mean? Like, yeah, right. We, we hate each other. So it's like, not only have you got like these fucking crazy redneck fucking Canadian fucking crazy giants. Because some of these guys, are just, <laughs> they're like fucking Sasquatches. They're huge. Like, I had guys in my, like, the, you know, they're in grade 12. They're like six foot seven. And like you're saying, you're like five foot two. Like, <laughs> right. Like, Hi, right. Hi, yeah. And it's like, they just pick you up. And like literally, they just pick you up and throw you against the wall. Wow. <laughs> and the teachers are there too and they're just laughing it was like a rite of passage of just getting your fucking ass kicked for like fucking <laughs> that sucks <laughs> man that's what it was horrible I hated school yeah. I fucking hated high school I hated every fucking day of it yep I'm it with you it was terrible it was terrible so um so you so you so you um tell me a little bit about like uh I mean, because this is such a small town, I'm kind of interested. Like, what what was the nightlife like? It like, is, did you have a movie theater? Did you go to like, did you go? No, no. nothing like that, huh? No. 
you just kind of had to go hang out at a barn somewhere or something yeah. and yeah, really pit, just pits fires wow that's, go that's it. That's go like um for what no for, bowling alley no movie theater dirt biking or something i have no idea i mean you know what? go on a dirt bike you know ride around yeah, yeah no there's i had a friend that had a dirt bike he's a professional dirt biker now and he has uh he had a whole track in his backyard sure right okay well there's stuff like that we had paintball in the woods right and, uh, we had a, the basketball court the, the, the year before i graduated we got our first fast food place which was a dairy <laughs> shut up you didn't even have a mcdonald's or anything in that no. town wow still don't know wow the only thing they have there is a dairy queen Dude, I'm talking. This is way I'm to go, like, Dairy you're Queen. You're in the middle of fucking nowhere, man. <laughs> I believe like, you. I mean, it's crazy. So, so what was the closest big town to you? British- uh, Kamloops. What? What's that called? Say that again. Kamloops. Kamloops. K A M L O O P S. Oh, Kamloops. Okay. Yeah, that was an hour and a half away. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Oh my god, that's like. Dude, that's like. Every- Anything only the only thing that you do in Clearwater when you're a kid is you start smoking pot when you're 12. <laughs> you start drinking when you're 13. Wow. And then it's like 14:50. You start doing drugs and getting into fights and just having sex. Wow. That's and it's hopefully like, not with the person you're fighting with. Um, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy. So okay, so you um, so so it seems kind of um. Well, it seems sort of unhealthy. De- well, it seems unhealthy, but also seems sort of dead endish, like almost depressing in a way. Did you kind of have a plan for when you were going to get out of high school? What the hell you were going to do with yourself? Well, when I was, um, well, you know, once I started discovering how uh, drugs and alcohol is the perfect escape- escapism for a teenager, like I pretty much just got involved with that. Okay, right. So, so you college. just were really depressed and were drinking and had no fucking future on your mind at all. I understand. Nope. I was just thinking, just thinking about how much I hated my fucking life, how much I hated fucking going to school, and just thinking about how maybe I could try to score it this weekend. So, um, okay, well that's fucked. So, so, so <laughs> well, no, I'm just trying. I'm to, getting kind of depressed. No, no, no. I mean, that's cool. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it like um, you're? Uh, were you trying to? Um, I'm trying to think of how this flows now forward out of this. T- take me along the ride here. What happened after high school? Well, sorry, I was just getting a drink. That's um, cool. High school, I had a buddy that, um, actually I had two buddies that were moving to Surrey. And Surrey is like, I don't know how much you know about Vancouver. Like a lot of people just say, think of Vancouver as like this huge sprawling city that goes like all over the lower mainland of British Columbia. Right. But it's actually a bunch of like suburbs. Vancouver is actually really fucking small. Okay. And then there's like Burnaby, Coquitlam. I live in Coquitlam and Surrey and there's it's like it is like one big city, but it's actually a whole bunch of cities like put together. Sure, okay. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, yeah, I mean I understand like, Burnaby it, is like where EA is. EA Vancouver. Right. I mean it's kinda like how they say like um Microsoft is in like what is it Red Redmond or something and but yeah, it's, exactly. but it's really like Seattle you know yeah. all that so, kind of stuff. I had two buddies, uh, one dude uh, named Matt, another guy we just called Flo, and uh, they were moving to Surrey, and I uh, I was eighteen, I was uh, working in firefighting camps all summer, so you have no fucking way to spend money and you make like like tons of cash and they just bank it up and then you get a check for like five grand at the end of the summer, right? Right. And um, I had no plans, I had nothing, and I fucking, they're like, 
well, he, uh, the Lucas, come, just come live with us. We're just gonna move to the city. I was like, alright. I don't wanna live here anymore. Wow. So I, fucking hate, I fucking hated it there. So these were friends of yours, or what were yeah, they? Guys, one guy I graduated with, and another guy uh, that graduated a year ahead of me. They're like two of my really, really good friends. And right what are they? We're gonna just get an apartment or something? And they were like, "Here, you can just live with us or something." Yep. Wow. I, I pulled the Corber. I was living in. Like, <laughs> pulled the Corber. That's great. That's like the new line. Yeah. All right. I was. I was living. I was living in the in the dining room on a fucking homie. And my dad. My dad drove me. Uh, there we fit everything I owned into a an, an, an eighty an eighty nine Honda Accord. Wow! Everything I owned in that. Oops. Obviously, you didn't have very much. So um, he, he drove me there and dropped me off. Where do you want to put the wood the wood furniture? You know, uh, we'll leave it behind. Got <laughs> disgusting. No job. No nothing. Wow! And you were just living on the floor of this place that these guys were living at. That sounds bad. So what happened? It wasn't that bad. It was actually a good time. Well, in your 20s, yeah, it's probably a blast because you were well, like... I was out... 18, actually. Okay, yeah, same well, thing, though. I, you're I gotta, out of I gotta get this out of the way, though, because uh, we lived, we uh, moved to Surrey, and Surrey is like the shithole of fucking Vancouver. It's where all the murders are. All the, I think it's the top um, car thefts in Canada is there. Wow. Pretty much any time you hear about a murder in, in like, BC, it's from Surrey, almost always. Wow. And we, these guys got this apartment. They had lived there, a, a, like, a week or a month before I got there because I was still working. And they moved into the fucking worst neighborhood in the world. We used to find um, used needles in our windowsills. Awesome. And um, someone set off a homemade bomb in our, our hallway once. Wow. And uh, the, the craziest thing is we went to this fucking shitty bar called the Silvertone and we just got hammered and we were walking back and when we walked into the lobby of our apartment building, there was bloody footprints and it was two sets. It was one that was shooed and one that was bare and they went all over the apartment. Like so, and someone had gotten like stabbed and then chased through our apartment when we weren't there. I don't believe this was Canada that you were at. I don't think there's any such place in Canada that's this. No, I'm kidding. I don't. You know. Um, and then, yeah, and then the Mounties came. No. The Mounties, yeah, they're, awesome. They're wearing, they're riding bears. Yeah, come on in, giant freaking yeah. war horses and stuff, and they're like, yeah. come here. They're like ten feet taller than everyone else. Uh, yeah, exactly. You got it, man. So, um. Well, okay, so obviously, kind of a destitute place. Now, did you get a job finally, or what? I mean, did you go? Did you, or what were you? I mean, you had to I have money. To, I, I tried to get a job for like three months, and I'm in the worst fucking city in BC, and no one would fucking hire me. And I, like, I was applying at like McDonald's and shit. I was doing like anything I could to stay there. And uh, finally, I ended up getting a job uh, at a warehouse through. Uh, it's this obscure family member I'd never fucking met before. And it was, uh, I don't know, you guys don't have IGAs, right? Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's, it was an IGA warehouse. And uh, just building skids groceries. That's all you do. <laughs> you just go there. You got your little more motorized pallet jack you ride around on, and you just you build grocery skids. You get an order, and they just you build them and wrap them and send them out in trucks. Oh, yeah. So anybody doesn't know what IGA stands for, Independent Grocery Association, I think, or Associate or something. So they're grocery stores that are called IGA, but they're owned by independent operators. Yeah, we we have one out in the um, 
little bit west of here. I never go there or anything, but yeah, it's out. You know, they're usually out kind of more remote places because they're where, like, the big chains can't make money or something, you know? Yeah, it's pretty much what these ones do. Like, there's one in Whistler that we used to send to and stuff like that. So. Right. So, so you work there? No. What? Are you kidding? No. No. I have no idea what you're talking about. Name some other weird geography places. I have no idea. Um, Yeah, no. Mm -mm. No. That's where my brother lives. Come on. Like, we were doing the radio show the other night, uh, VGN, and in the chat room, somebody asked if um, Toronto was close to Arizona. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That was... Like people were just like, really, really. Oh I mean, you're on, you're on a computer too. I mean, you you could spare yourself the embarrassment of just doing a cursory search of where the two things are. You know, man, I, I will I'll I'll take the hit on like living up in a Canadian fucking uh, small town cliche or whatever. But there's one thing. It's like you you Americans love to make fun of us Canadians and stuff. And that's fine. A lot of it is granted. But you got to admit, like ninety percent of your fucking population is fucking retarded. <laughs> like, you, like I've met so many Americans that are just so uneducated, just have no idea what anything is. Like, oh man, that's great though. So okay, so you worked at this IGA, you were wrapping these things up, and that only lasts what'd you say, three months or something, or did that go five for a while? Years. What was that? Five years. I worked there for five years. Oh, five years. Well, that's a long time. Okay, yeah. so you must have liked it, I guess. I mean, there's something. I hated it. Really? The money, <laughs> the, the money was unbelievable because it was union. So uh, you start your starting wage was uh, fifteen bucks an hour. Oh, which well, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, and then uh, it especially was back then, an amazing. Yeah, well, this is this is like ten years ago, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and um, I'm thinking it's not now, but you, I, I know you're younger than me, so you know, right? Um, <clears throat> I know so, you're like eighteen to five. We were twenty three when you quit. Twenty four. Uh, yeah, about that. Yeah. Okay. So um, it was great. It's like I met like a lot of people there and stuff like that. The money was good. By the end of it, I was making. You get raises so fast. I was making like twenty two bucks an hour when I was like twenty, which is pretty good money for me. And um, it just the hours sucked and shit like that. And then it's like I ended up meeting a, a guy that uh, also uh, shared my same enthusiasm for substances. Unfortunately. And then, like, pretty much every single one of our nights just turned into, like, all-night partying. Like, every single night. And I pretty much did that for, like, three or four years straight, which I'm still worried about the permanent damage to my body I did for those couple of years. But, you know, when you're doing substances and getting hammered every friggin' night, then it, uh, it doesn't really matter what you do for a living, especially if you're just moving boxes. So I was just coasting for a while. Yeah, I was looking at my. I'm sorry, I was looking at your audio levels there a little bit. You're fine. I'm, I'm a little bit louder than you, but I'm gonna levelize this at the end. Um, it, it's fine. Do you want me to move my mic closer? No, no, no. You sound perfect. It's just okay. the way I record. Like, um, I keep my volume down low. Like, so you know, I don't know how I sound to you, but I I try to keep it low so I don't overpower the the. Um, no, you sound good to me. Yeah. I got noise canceling headphones with a built-in. It's just an. It's nobody. I, I always end up being a little bit louder than everybody, but you're just. I'm just a little, pretty significantly louder than you, but it's okay. I because I use a levelator, so it, it all works out. Like the you end. Start shouting. I was no. You're fine. You're totally fine. Uh, it's it's just one of those things. Um, okay, so <clears throat> not to get off track. So okay. So you worked there for five years, and then you decide to quit because you got a better job. You got. Whatever, you know. I mean, well, it, it, now at some point here, you, you have kids, right? I mean, did yeah, this happen? 
right where I was about to get into. Okay. So about um, probably my last year there. So um, there was a girl that I was dating, and uh, still am now. Uh, Natasha, love you, baby. She's gonna listen to this, so I gotta throw that in. And uh, we were sort of on on and off dating. Her name's Natasha. Really? Natasha. It, is she Russian? Ukrainian. Ah, okay. Keep going. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's, it's Natasha, not Natasha. Whatever, it's the same thing. <laughs> you can pronounce it with your weird Canadian accent oh, thing. Right. Uh, you right. know, we do it differently down here in Cleveland. Yeah. It's all good. So anyway, we're on and off dating for like a couple years. I, I'm probably going like, to totally like messing up our timeline at all. She's going to kill me over it. But, um, and, uh, you know. Hey man, it's a, just in case. Man and a woman get together. Just Sometimes in, they make babies. Just in case any of your people are listening, I'll just say that when you're trying to remember things on the spot, it's hard. They, people think you should know everything because they look it up and stuff afterwards, or they're like, "You don't remember that." But you try and remember things on the spot on a radio show when people are just asking you things. No, you're not going to remember everything right. So anyway, go ahead. So you had so so you guys had sex. So you had sex for the first time. And you had a kid. Fuck you. Is that is that what you're talking? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, there was a couple times before that when it wasn't just the sleep in my favorite jacket, <laughs> and, and uh, we were just uh, we weren't really seriously dating, but we'd hook up every once in a while, stuff like that. Sure. And then one of those times, uh oh, and she got pregnant, and uh, and how and and can you tell me like how long ago this was like? Well, it would have been uh, seven years ago. Okay, seven years ago. And, okay, so my, so you were still working at the IGA wrapping this stuff then? Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm probably going to regret saying this at some point, but I tried to get her to get an abortion, and she, and she didn't want to. And then we came to the conclusion that, you know, we, she would keep it, and I would pay um, child support and stuff like that. Right. Not, like, you know, and she would live with her parents in Victoria, which is like an, on an island just off of Vancouver. But you know, and then it's like you know, the thing is, is like you make all these decisions. Like as soon as you find out you're pregnant, fucking pregnancy takes a long fucking time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you start thinking about other shit and like, what am I doing with my life that's better? And I just remember one like I didn't sleep. I swear to God for like a week. And I had insomnia, just like thinking about this, thinking about this, thinking about this. And then I called her up and I, I went to her house and uh, she would just live, I don't know, like eight blocks away from me at the time. And, uh, you know, I said, I can't sleep. And I know the reason that is because I'm just thinking about this. And, uh, you know, let's keep it, go to your parents' house, have the baby, and then we'll make it work. Sure. And okay. She did. She moved in with her parents and... Um, it was actually kind of coincidental. Like I, uh, I got jumped. Two guys tried to pull me out of a taxi cab when I was hammered. Wow! And uh, to rob me, right? Is and this in that? I, is I, this in that luxurious neighborhood you were living in at the time? No, this is actually somewhere different. But Canada's not all fucking sunshines and rainbows, dude. Uh, no, apparently not. <laughs> apparently, it's a lot of fist beatings when you're in school. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Getting smashed into lockers, uh, b guys blowing bombs off, walking around bloody, and <laughs> dragging guys out of cabs and trying to rob and kill them in the street. So yeah, it's, no, I'm I'm, com it's, I'm completely not going to uh, British Columbia now. So I just want you to know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so these two guys tried to pull me out of this cab, right? But I had my seatbelt on, and uh, the cab driver's just looking at me, and I'm yelling at him, "Go!" 
go like drive and he was just he was just staring at me because i'm pretty sure he was just like fuck this guy i'm let him go out and i'm gonna drive away right and i, I grabbed the the dudes were trying to pull me out by my collar and i grabbed the car door and i slammed one guy's head with it and then when the next guy came he was just like and fell over and when the next next guy came in i grabbed he had one of those big fat stupid gangster chains and i grabbed him and i pulled him down as hard as i could and i Punched him in the mouth as hard as I could. And wow! It broke two two bones in my hand. Wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? This is crazy! Wow. And um, I, and then uh, I closed the door and I, I looked at the cab driver. I'm like, "Can we fucking go now?" And then he drove and we just took off. But that it was it was coincidental because I ended up getting off of work because of that because I was on like uh, a workman's comp well not workman's comp but just disability uh, short term disability. Right. And I actually got to go to Victoria and watch my son being born, which I didn't think I would be able to. Okay, I, you totally spun like you almost getting your getting killed into like a good thing. That was interesting. Um, what? Whatever. You know, I mean, no, that's that's just <laughs> interesting. You're you, first, you're like a half thing. glass full type of guy. You're an optimist. Uh, it's all good. Wow. If, if any of my friends ever thought I would never be called an optimist. Wow. Well, you sounded it there. So great. So you watched your kid getting born while you were bleeding out. It's awesome. It was traumatic. Why well, two pins in my? It was stupid too. Cause I'm I have a really high pain threshold, and I don't like to admit I'm being hurt. And I walked around for four days with a broken hand. Wow, that was dumb. Until two of my friends <laughs> forced me to go to the hospital, and then they put two giant fucking like six inch pins in my hand. Wow. Yeah. How is that hand? I mean, is it working good now, or is it like? Do you have like? <laughs> It gets sore sometimes. Like when it's really cold, I can feel it. But you can do everything with it and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It just it gets annoying sometimes. My one finger doesn't quite open all the way. Mm. Other than that, not bad. So you can't do like the Vulcan peace thing, you know, live long and prosper with your. Never mind. Uh, It's it's a a Larry joke. I had to to check right there. I just did it in front of my. Can I do that? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't done it for a while. <laughs> okay, so... i Star Trek like you guys are. Now, now, this is an interesting thing. So, yeah, so, so your girlfriend has, has your... Um, son. Has your son. Uh, is, is that your only kid, or did you have another one later on? No, I have twins as well. Okay, that's right. You told me that. Okay, but you had, yeah. your, you had your son. Now, when did the twins come along? The twins came along, uh, like... Three or four years later. So, so you were not working. Three years later. So you weren't working at the IGA at that point, or you uh, were? No, you I weren't. Was, uh, okay. I was being. Uh, I got a new job. Okay, now th- this is an interesting question. Uh, this is where I'm going. It it had to be a little bit crazy. Like you were working at the IGA, but you had responsibilities now to a kid. And did you get a little bit crazy that you were going to quit the IGA? You know, or did you get fired no, or something? Like because, I don't. <laughs> no. Um, I, I'm the type of person that will always plan everything out. I'm not the type of person just to leave a job. And the only reason I left that job is because I, um, I had a buddy that I worked with and his wife, uh, was the receptionist for this, uh, automotive shop, shop where I work now. Right. It's, it, we do accessories. It's called Burnaby Hitch. Look for us on yellow pages. You can see me in a suit. <laughs> and, um, I took a leave of absence for nine months from okay. my, uh, IGA job to go try this one out. So I was covered either way. Does that make sense? Yeah, right. Got yeah. it. 
So okay. I had a leave of absence. So I was trying this new job, and if I didn't like it, you could it, do that. Said, That's legal. You can back. you can totally just be like, I'm gonna take a leave Teamster, of absence. Teamsters, bro. Wow. That shit wouldn't now, float. You could do anything you wanted in there. You'd totally be on, like, Inside Edition or something here on TV or whatever, like, fucking getting well, busted. Man, I don't I don't want to say too much, but it's like, we used to get up some rowdy-ass stuff in there. You know? <laughs> like, some of the guys that worked there that were teams just mad, like, drinking and drugs, just in this warehouse. Like, it, it, it was pretty crazy, man. <laughs> like, it was, you could do anything you wanted. It was, like, impossible to get fired. I only saw, like, the only way you could, like, uh, get fired was like if you just were like either caught stealing like five times or didn't show up without calling five times wow. or like if you like punch someone <laughs> or if you punch someone like it was teams just bro it was crazy i'd never worked anywhere like that before like our bosses couldn't yell at you wow like, if, they're, if they raise their voice to you then you phone your rep and then they, like, they come down on like on the fucking bosses there and it's like when the reps came the, the managers were scared there's a fucking bunch of like just fucking Italian gindaloons coming in in suits and shit man wow hey yo <laughs> we're talking bad about Sammy and Giovanni over here like, it was like it was nuts it was a weird place to work that's cool so where did you end up going now I work at uh, Bernie B. Hitch and I do that's I right okay what, but what is what is that you said you're in a suit what do you you rent stuff well, a spray suit I do spray and bed liners and industrial coatings oh like you know like uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of it like you know pick up tricks the trucks the guys get the the spray and bed liners that you're in Ohio yeah, yeah 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 no I know I know okay. I know what it is okay I know. <laughs> I, when I tell people that here they're like what I, I understand um, yeah it's a bed liner that's uh, like you spray in like yeah, chemicals no, it's or whatever Linex. Okay. Oh, all right. So that's kind of a skilled job type of thing. I mean, does that pay pretty good? That's not bad. No. It's me by, but you know, I could always use more money, especially with three kids. Do you do it enough though? I mean, is there that many people coming in and being like, you know, we need this? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Well, it's like we're not. That's not all I do. Like, I work for a company called Birdie B Hitch. That also that we also do like canopies. We do tonneau covers. We do hitches, we do bike racks, we do linex, you know, we do yeah, we right. do anything that any accessory for your car or right. truck that you need, we do it. Oh, that's cool. So it's like there's me running the one side, uh, the linex side, and then on the other side there's like uh, three guys that just do all the other stuff, and then we got four girls upstairs just handling the phones. So oh, we're a pretty oh. fair, like fairly established company. Like they've been in like uh, Vancouver for I think I don't know like fifteen or twenty years. So. so do you have to put the linex in while you're wearing the suit? Oh yeah, yeah. It, no, comes, it comes out at 190 degrees. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll dress so, it in tux. It's like a, it's like like a pressure a washer. Blasting the shit. Yeah, that's cool. I sprayed my leg once. It hurt. Is it now waterproof? What? Your leg. <laughs> oh, thanks. No, I wear a ChemGuard suit, so it just doesn't go through. Oh, all right. That'd be it, it, it gets pretty hot in the summer. That's That'd be a good way to get yourself free shoes. You know, you just spray your feet down, and then you got shoes for like until it wears off. You, you know, know, you think that's a joke, but I sprayed my boss's boots. Oh, really? Yeah. His steel toes. Yeah. He's awesome. got Linux on the ends of his steel toes. <laughs> that's funny. All right. You can spray any dude. I've sprayed mining equipment. I've sprayed like boat launch trailers. I've sprayed fucking tool. I, everything, anything you can think of, I've sprayed. <laughs> it just sticks to anything, and it just makes it like invincible. It's what they sprayed the Pentagon with after 9/11. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, that's what they used to bomb. They use it in bomb proofing over in Middle East. Because what they do is they'll take a concrete building and then they'll spray this shit all over it. And if a car bomb goes off, it eliminates shrapnel. Wow. Because it just bends. Like it'll still break on the inside, but it takes all the shrapnel away. So. 
Look at you. You're like a salesman. You're like telling me. I'm yeah, like thinking to myself, like, you want to hmm, come down to BC? I should do that. Yeah. If I had a truck. No. Um. So, all right. Jupiter, get your fenders done. So, okay. So you got, so you, so you had twins and you have a son and you're doing this. And are you pretty satisfied with all this? Or are you thinking I should have went to school or um, maybe I should have joined the, the, the Marines or whatever? I don't know what the hell we it is you can't. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> Whatever the Canadians have, canoe the canoe corps. I have no idea. Um, Air Force is big here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to talk to that other uh, guy about um, the Air Force in Canada at some point coming up as well on an old black well, show. I, I have a guy I graduated with that went into paratroopers. Really interesting. Um, so uh, yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, I'm I'm pretty satisfied. You know, it's kind of hard. It's hard, like having kids so young. Right. Like, I was, like, tw like uh, 21 when I had my son, which is pretty young. Right, right. You know, so it's a lot of responsibility to, to take on, and it's not like I was the most responsible young man before that as well, or really am now. But, <laughs> you know, it's you, you just do what you got to do, and you got to get by, right? And you have responsibilities, and you have to own up to them, you know? I would do anything for my kids, you know? And so there's sacrifices you have to make, but, you know... You you know you make your bed you lie in it and you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do to make sure that they have a better life than you did. That's how I look at it. Hmm. All right. So then, um, that's you know hopefully that works out for you. I mean you know some you know it sounds like uh, as long as you keep them out of those crazy neighborhoods that you grew up in. Well, I don't uh, live there anymore. <laughs> you don't have to you know too too many bad things. Uh, so um, it's tough raising them in this city though because this city is so fucking crazy. It is. It's fucking nuts. Well, let's go there then. Let's talk about the crazy city and what happened after the NHL game. Uh, well, this is so stupid, right? Like, I knew it was... Everyone knew it was going to happen. Like, because you remember 94? I don't know how familiar you are, but... No. When they went against the Rangers? No. The Canucks went against the Rangers in 94, and the exact same thing happened. And it's something that stuck like with this city the whole time. They went to Game Seven and they lost, and the fucking everybody went down downtown and fucking wrecked shop. And it was like, and it's it was so fun until like the finals. You know what I mean? Like Canucks are. This is a huge hockey town. Like you have no idea. Like on on game nights, ninety percent of the people you see are wearing jerseys. Like this is a. It's a really. It's a. It's really fun to like be. A fan of hockey and be a fan of Canucks in Vancouver but at the same time it's just like it was just so shitty the way that that series played out like I don't do you watch hockey at all or oh yeah dude I'm all about hockey yeah yeah so it's like but I didn't I, I didn't really watch much of the Stanley Cup because I honestly didn't care about the the two teams that Boston were in it that much back. yeah I, understand. I mean that's cool that Boston was in it you know but I'm just not about I mean I don't know any of the players I'm not a big Boston fan so you know right so um so leading up to it it's like you know the Canucks win the first two games Everyone's like, yeah, we're going to do it, right? And then they lose the third one, 8-0, which, which was crazy. Right, right. Like, for, for an NHL game. And then it's like, you can just feel, like, Vancouver is a really, like, violent, just rude. Like, a lot of people say, oh, come to Canada, and it's, like, the best place ever. Well, I don't know, man, because this city can fucking chew people up and eat them up pretty quick. Like, people are just rude here. Yeah. And, um, and then they lost the next game. And then they, they won the one after that, and then it's just like the 4-0 blowout for the final cup. And it's just like, you know, all everyone was talking about that week was just like, do you think there's going to be a riot? Do you think there's going to be a riot? Oh, yeah, there's going to be a riot. Oh, for sure. 
94 all over again. There's gonna be like that's all people would say. No one was like, no one said, no, they're not gonna riot. No <laughs> one did. And they had a huge TV set up um, downtown, right? Like a, one of the giant like a movie theater screen, and they had a hundred thousand people down there watching downtown. And then they had another like thirty thousand people outside the stadium. And then there was like the stadium was full with like another thirty thousand people. Right, so there's like 160. I might be getting numbers wrong, but like I know there's 100,000 people downtown, and then you know what do you think is going to happen? Everyone is fucking drunk, and they lose four zero, and it just the instant the like the horn went, people just went crazy, and I just I immediately switched to news. I have I have six hours of live footage recorded on my PVR. Wow! Because I just watched it all night, and I had two buddies down there that um, were like down by the big TV and shit and uh, my one guy my one buddy said that as soon as it was over and the clock rang out there was a group of six dudes and they all put on balaclavas and just started punching people and taking their wallets and, and cameras and stuff what really yeah I mean I heard on the news that like they were saying that like a lot of these guys weren't even hockey fans that they had come nope. out there specifically nope. to cause a riot you know, and, and to riot because they had all this gear and everything with them, yeah, you know. it's like if you bring a hockey mask or a ski mask to a hockey game, like, come on, right? Right. Someone, and someone also, there was, if you look at footage, you can see there's, like, a pickup truck that somebody just drove there and left for, like, in the middle of the crowd. It was full of gasoline. Wow, really? And then, so people, like, just went over there and there was just, like, cans of gasoline and shit. So people were just lighting fires and stuff. Like I don't know how much of the footage you've seen. Like, like I don't know, like four or five cop cars got like burnt. No, I didn't really see that. I mean, I saw people in the streets throwing things, but I didn't really watch all, everything that happened. Really, so about, about ten minutes after the hockey game was over, they took one cop car and rolled it to another one and put it on top and set it on fire. <laughs> and it, like this, the, I was watching it, and it's like I know this is like I know this isn't a good thing to happen. But I was stuck to it. I was watching it like the first time your kid sees porn. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, no shit. And man. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is like 20 minutes from my house. You know, well, but more like a half an hour, but whatever. And it's just like, people, like, and it was just immediate. It wasn't even about the hockey game. And it was just inevitable. And the police were so poorly planned for it. Like, we had the Olympics here last year, right? Right. And it's just like they spent like a billion dollars on security, and there was like every time you look at the TV, there's like five police officers like against like a hundred thousand people. Like, what do you think is going to happen? And it's just so ridiculous. But somehow it's just so much fun just to watch society break down over something so stupid. I mean, you know, is that just the culture over there? Like, you know, in in I mean, BC seems a lot worse than the rest of Canada in a lot of ways when it comes to um, this kind of activity. I mean, is it just kind of? Um, uh, is there anti-authority type of uh, attitude with everybody? You know, you guys just... I don't know. It's, it's weird because Vancouver is like a very liberal city. Uh, yeah, right. Like, I would, I would totally, like, it's like we have a huge, like, gay population and stuff like that. And they have, like, pride parades and stuff. And it's like, it's almost like we have, there's not enough authority. It's like, it's like stuff just gets, like, just, um, I don't know. We have it so good that people get spoiled. Do you know, does that make sense? Um, sure. No, yeah, like, I mean, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's just, they're, it's they're not like, too worried about it or something. I mean, the people... Yeah, it's like, um, you know, 
I think people in Vancouver, there's like a lot of rich people and stuff like that. And there's a lot of foreigners, like there's like huge populations of like East Indian and like um, like Chinese and stuff like that too. And there's a whole lot of cultures that are all mixed together here. Right. And it's like, um, it's like a lot of people just don't understand how to act or how you should act. Or maybe it's like everyone, pretty much everyone just does whatever they want here all the time. And you know, I think what that leads to is like a lot of crime, a lot of grow ups, a lot of meth labs, a lot of violence and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like there's so much like good stuff that you can do here. Like you can go skiing and to the beach in the same day. You know, it's not like Vancouver is some fucking Mad Maxian city or something like that. But it's just I just think the people here are just really spoiled and don't understand how good they have it. Do, do when, people actually go to the beach there though? Come on, seriously. I mean, it's Canada. I mean, what kind of beach do you guys have? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I mean, really, is there actually like does it? Is it like a you know? Uh, it's a good question. I mean, because like I see pictures of Seattle, and that's in the United States, right? And it's like always, it always looks like it's raining and cold. I don't even know if they have warm days in Seattle. There's a lot of rain. There's a lot of rain. But last year, it's like in the summer, like our average is like like 32 or 35 degrees. Like you know, it's freezing here. No, I know it's Celsius yeah. versus Fahrenheit. Yeah. Um, right. So. But, uh, where I grew up in Clearwater, it was like a semi-desert. Right. So we would get, like in the winter though, we would get like eight feet of snow. Like literally. Like taller than you. Like when we're plowing and stuff. But wow. it's like Vancouver, it's just like, it's like San Francisco or Seattle. Um, okay. Well, uh, so the next day when you got up, like, did you, like, did people get arrested? Was the streets on fire? You know, was it all just, like, did you go out and look at any of this stuff? Or were you no, just, No, I like... had to go to work the next day because it happened on, like, a Wednesday, I think. Yeah, so you um, didn't. But, um, you know, people are so dumb because they have so many cameras and stuff. And they would they went downtown and they went to, like, the, the stores and just broke windows. And, like, there's drunk people just stealing perfume and jewelry and clothes and TVs and stuff. And there's there's a million people with cameras. Right. You know, and what the, the Vancouver Police Department has done is like, if you have footage of this, please uh, give it to us. And they've just, they've arrested over like 150 people, I think. Oh, really? So they have. Okay. So they, you know, I was yeah. just thinking to myself, they were like, now nah, you guys just settle down. And then they just waited until it was over and then nobody got arrested or anything. No, it was crazy. It was, it's been a whole bunch. The one, the one guy, he was like, I think he's like 20 years old that lit the first police car on fire yeah. and he's on like the cover of the province newspaper the, you think you're gonna get like caught and uh he was like a he's like the son of a, like a famous or like a really uh a, like prominent like heart surgeon in like vancouver general hospital and he's like going to university and has like a water polo scholarship and stuff so it's not like it's just criminals it's just dumb people being dumb yeah right you know and it's just like you get that many people together and you have alcohol and just bad decision making it's bound to happen you know so okay like bad well, day in Baghdad so you um, kind of moving along now you uh, you did your own podcasting for a while or just a little bit or what was your whole uh, give me a little bit about your broadcasting history oh uh, well we just I did one for a while just uh, I was involved with like a, a smaller site called Gamers Unite that um, I kind of started with uh, my podcast host and, and her boyfriend and you know, we tried to keep it along going and stuff like that, but eventually they just got too busy and, you know. How many shows did you do? A, it's, it's hard to run a site, I'm sure, that you know. It is. How, it how many um, How many shows did you do? I mean, do you know? Like, how long or? Um, I think I only did about 15. Okay. Well, that's not too bad. Because I think, I think there was a couple that got, a couple we recorded that never got posted. Yeah, right. I know that feeling. 
That happens on no, spill all the I freaking time. Sucks, right? Um, yeah. All I did, all I did was record and um, sync the tracks and edit them, and then it was up to them to like post them and stuff. Right. You know. Well, that's cool. All right. So, um, yeah. So, you gonna do it again, or is that over for you? You kind of done with it? You're like, ah, eh, I'd rather go outside and throw rocks in the water or something. <laughs> It sounds so sad. Stand lie down on my back and stare at the ceiling. Yeah. Like, Why? Yeah. <laughs> lay there and just, what's wrong with my life? Why am I like this? No, I mean, break yeah. my hand. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just really honestly, Kevin. I'm just really stoked to be podcasting. Hey, thank you. You know, it's yeah, all it's good. Really um, nice. you're into gaming though. You did all this gaming stuff. I mean, so you have some gaming knowledge, you know, and you just want to kind of, you know, at the time you obviously felt like you wanted to go out there and broadcast and spread it around and everything. And I mean, do you still like have that sort of passion for gaming? Do you play a lot of games Absolutely. or? I, I love gaming. I own every single system except uh, well, the current system right. except the 3DS. Because uh, what's the fucking point? Um, but no, I have a Wii, I have a PSP, uh, I have a DS Lite, I got a PS3, I got a 360, uh, I got iPod Touch, you know, I play everything. Right. Like, and now that I have kids, I play kids games too. Like, um, my son Griffin and I, we play games, like we play Little Big Planet or like Halo or like a bunch of different games together. And, you know, That's me cool. and my girlfriend, we play, we play Rock Band and Dance Central, I got the Kinect. I just got Child of Eden, which is pretty cool. Really? Okay. Uh, um, have you checked, checked that one out? No. It's going to be good. Nope, that's one I, I'm not doing. I don't know. It's fun, dude. No, I'm. It's not. It. Listen, it's not that. Uh, you know, I'm tasked. Yeah, you're old. Yeah. I'm tasked with doing certain <laughs> things. Like I had to do. Um, what is that? Resident Evil Mercenaries. I got fear. Yeah, fear. I that game's terrible. Do you know what's fucked up with that? Fear three. You only get one game save. Yeah, I, I. That's that's obviously some sort of terrible bug that they've introduced. That, that they can actually patch things on the 3ds. I'd be interested to see if they do, because that's that does that's a mistake. That is terrible. Capcom is so fucked up. That was dumb. I don't know what they were thinking, um, but yeah, that and uh, it's actually not bad. Like the game isn't bad, it, it, but what, like that problem you just talked about is a problem. And then the fact is, is that if you played the original Mercenaries on the um, on the consoles, this is like the same thing, but they took a lot of stuff away. So that's why people are kind of like miffed at it, but the actual gameplay itself isn't bad because I never played Mercenaries on the consoles, so like I'm not like I don't feel like I'm missing anything. So I'm like, oh, this isn't too bad, you know. But um, but everybody else is like, this is for the price you're paying, this is terrible and stuff. But actually, the game mechanics are pretty good. Um, I just think I think Nintendo is gonna have a hard time with this 3DS. Just um, not even like I was playing with one yesterday. I was at a Future Shop and I was looking at one. And I, personally, I don't really like it. Like the 3D, it kind of bugs me. I wear glasses, right. so like three. Like I watched Avatar like in a theater and I was like, oh, well, that was kind of fucking hard to see. And then I watched it on Blu-ray and I was like, wow, that looks a lot better. You know what I mean? So 3D doesn't really do that much for me. Like I, it just it seems like a gimmick. You know what I mean? It, it, I, I have a, I it, have a hard time thinking that. Nintendo is going to succeed if they keep pricing so aggressively it's, with their games. It's okay. The 3D is a mistake. It's and and it seems like um, the fact that it's optional and you can shut it off just kind of highlights the fact that like it's a mistake. And you know the but the 3DS is actually a fairly powerful system. I mean, and you know much more powerful than the DS is. And unfortunately, the launch titles don't really showcase that. Now they've got Ocarina out and they've got 
this Resident Evil, and people are into <laughs> Ocarina. Ocarina is a fucking like, right. fifteen-year-old right. game. Exactly, it's already it's been like, done. It's like who fucking cares? Yes, they should have had a better like a Super Mario Galaxy, but a new one or something that people would have been like all you know uh, pumped up to get. I don't know. Nintendo's weird, but they have sold a lot of these things. But not really. They don't. They were last in the NPDs. They sold less than a hundred thousand last month. Yeah, last month. But total, they've sold a lot. They they're just having a problem on the pickup, and the problem is really the price. I mean, it's too expensive for what it Especially is. Especially next to the end or the, uh, the Vita. Now. Yeah, now with Vita coming out, it's uh, definitely and and they you know they've priced it too high, and, and Nintendo has a lot of leeway to change and lower that price, and they should. They. They need to get that thing down to like 149 eventually. Well, is it doesn't only cost like 100 and 110 even even less than that, I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, that's just parts. I mean, of course you have to pay for marketing and shipping and all this sort of stuff, so they got to have some kind of upfront. But yeah, I mean, they can totally profit. I mean, because they're going to make money on all the games. So they got to right. just stop screwing around and cut the price and, you know, get, get there's a bad economy going on too it's uh, you know people aren't going to just give up their ds for a system that i mean i really like the dsi xl has the big screens on it and then yeah, they, that one's kinda cool. and then they're like oh well now we have this thing and it's all smaller and you're like this sucks and i really don't like the analog pad that they have on the uh, no, 3ds and that sucks that they put that on the wii u it's so slippery. It's like I can't. I push on it. My thumb slides off of it all the time, and I'm like, "What do I got to do? I got to get like a little thumb like grip thing that I got to put on my thumb so I can use it properly." Yeah, no, it's, those things just aren't accurate at all. It's not very good. I, what do you think? Of, I know you guys talked about the Wii U a little bit. I don't. Are we going into gaming here now? Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, like, sure. Because okay. um, I got a lot to say about like the E3 and shit. Sure. Um, like the Wii U. I know you guys humorously kind of brushed by on your last podcast but what do you think of it like honestly like do you think it's a good idea a bad idea i think that sony and microsoft are further out with their systems than people think i think that we're talking two more years because they need to profit from the hardware especially sony sony took a bath on playstation 3 to get it out there and they need it to be they need it to last longer before they launch a new system so they can make up the money on the system. And Microsoft took a bath on the 360 from all of the repair problems. So both of them are going to sit on those systems for two more years. The, the, the thought process is a year. That's wrong. It's going to be two more years. We would, hear we would hear rumors right now about development kits being out there if it was only a year. So what that, I think is going to happen is probably Microsoft is going to do a reveal at E3 next year. Yeah. And next, the next holiday it'll be out. Most likely, people say that, and that's possible, but the problem with those is that that also tells the people, hey, don't buy our current console anymore because we've got another one coming. And they don't like to do that. They, you know, it's kind of like... Um, you know what'll stop that next year, though? Halo 4. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it, it that's all. It, it's not usually a good idea. And Microsoft and Sony play it very close on each other. They usually announce around the same time because they're they're both kind of afraid of each other. If you give the other guy too much information too soon, the other guy rips off the stuff you're doing and adds stuff. Especially Sony, they're totally <laughs> freaking great at stealing Nintendo's stuff. But Damn, um, I got a fucking Wiimote with the fucking clown nose on it, bro. Yeah, it totally. <laughs> like, 
Like they added that six-axis motion control shit on the you know the PlayStation Three. It hardly even gets used. You know, it's like I turn it off. Every game that has it, I turn it off. Yeah, it's nonsense. So anyway, but listen. Oh, yeah, you're I, sitting there with your hand down your pants trying to play a game, and it's like move your controller up. You're like ah, you know, it's like fuck that, it's stupid. Um, the, uh, but, uh, uh, the, uh, sorry, I had to type something. The, um, Attention code. the Wii U, I know, I can, but see, I have the power of edit. I could go in, no, I never do. <laughs> to, turn my voice a little bit higher. Yeah, just just turn, make me look like a douche. Right, <laughs> just edit out things you say, make myself look great. <laughs> have you, you're awesome, Kevin, like ten times in a row. Uh, no, um, so, they say, though, that the, like, the way I've looked at it is everybody's focused in on the controller, Right. And if you take your eyes off the Wii U controller for a minute and just look at the system, the system is supposed to be 50% more powerful than the current PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, which it should be. It's years later. But and did, it, go ahead. What's his name? Uh, Morimoto or whatever? Just go off and just say that the hardware specs that they had put out at E3 are wrong and that it's just going to be comparable to what's out right now. That was like a press release. like. Yeah, it, it wasn't just the specs. I mean, we've heard from developers that have said that yeah. it's 50% more powerful. And, I mean, I, it's not next-gen. It is current-gen. I mean, the graphics that they're using and the, and the processor that they're using aren't great, you know, in terms of, like, they're not that cutting-edge. They're using, like, a 3 gigahertz multi-core processor from IBM, which is right. the same thing that's basically inside the 360 and the PlayStation 3. And they're using a slightly better same generation graphics, but they're they're clocked higher, and the RAM's going to be faster. So it's going to be it's going to be better. So basically, the best system that you're going to be able to get to play Call of Duty 15 or whatever is going to be the Wii U, regardless of how big the JoJo controller is. That, I think you're missing something. Though. Okay. What about if just as a Call of Duty, just as your example that you threw out there? What about online? Well, Nintendo says they have a big online thing, and they, they haven't say that. But right, they fucked it up every single time. They haven't it's, shown it yet. It, and if you're if you're talking about big titles like that, like the Halos and the the Call of Duties, or just even not even Halo because that's exclusive, but the multiplayer games like that, you know, a lot of people don't even finish the fucking single player. True. And it's like I have a hard time, and it's like thinking about trying to play Call of Duty with two discs like that with that stupid big controller. I don't know, bro. It's like, a it's, it's a mistake to focus on the online audience. I I know it's important, but it is a mistake because it is not the bread and butter of the industry. It if you are like a Valve or you're a littler type of outfit, you can make a lot of money on the online industry. But like Activision and like, you know, they're saying, "Well, we're going to have this new thing where we're going to have you pay to to get into this tiered Call of Duty thing." You know, oh, it'll still be free on the side, but we're going to have you pay if you want some of this extra stuff. I mean, they're trying to figure out a way to make more money on it because giving away all this server time is, you know, it, it costs them money, especially over the long time. Electronic Arts, they retire games after a couple of years. They say Which this, makes sense. Yeah, right. It, no, it does. But, you know, so, so, but the point is, is that these audiences, the audiences that play these games are very transitional. You know, they'll play Call of Duty now, they'll move to Halo, they'll move to something else, and they, and they, they stay within these pockets of some games, Team Fortress 2, whatever, and all these other games, 
all these other games that come out with online modes, they just go away. I mean, like, you know, you could probably go into Brink right now, and it came out, like, you know, a few weeks ago, and you probably go in and play online, there's probably, like, six people on there, not, you know, playing it. Because it's... Especially it's, on PS3, since it, the network is down when it came out. That yeah. was the kiss of death right there. It, it's it's going to be dead. It's just... Some, it, it, it's important to, to do an online thing. I mean, Nintendo should do their best, but I just don't think it's where the... It's not where the money is. The, Nintendo has proven that where the money is is in the social gaming aspects of it. But the one thing that does suck terribly about the Wii U is that, that you can only have one of those controllers. I know. How ridiculous is that? That's where it's stupid because, you yeah. know, the whole interactivity of the thing makes sense. Like, I'm going to pick Madden football plays. You're going to pick. You yeah. can't see what I got on my screen, you know? Yeah, exactly. It, that would work so. Or, like, you don't know Jack. Like, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, like me, me and my girl, we play that all the time. It would be cool to have it like it's like on the screen. You just pick your answers, and people can't see and shit. Like, there's so it's, it would have been so much better. But I, I don't know. It's weird. Nintendo's always weird, and then they come up with this shit that you're like, this is fucking retarded. Why would anyone buy this? And then it, like, look at the DS and the Wii. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna flap my little dildo fucking controller around and move Mario, and then it's like sells like what 86 million units worldwide or something. So who knows? But I just don't know if the people that bought all those Wiis are going to upgrade to this new one. Like, what's what's their motivation? Like, so many people that buy, like, the Wiis, it's like, oh, I'm going to play bowling, and that's it. It's the, it's the bowling machine. So I don't know. It's going to be weird, man. Well, this is a good point. I, I don't know if the bowling's going to do it. Nintendo, though, I mean, look... Who thought that Wii Fit shit was going to be the thing? You know, I mean that that <laughs> was that? people made fun of that so bad. They showed up at E three and they're like, "Yeah, they're like, we've got a bathroom scale." And we were like, "That's eh, stupid. Nintendo's going to fuck it up." You know, and that thing was huge. I mean, just yeah, crazy it's, it's huge. Crazy. So it's hard. You know, they must go into focus groups and look. The thing is, is that Nintendo owns Japan in ways that Sony does not. In ways that Microsoft never will. Nintendo has a pulse on the, the Japanese culture like nobody else. And they don't go into these things thinking we're like Sony would or Microsoft would, where we're going to force people to go our way. Nintendo went to people and said, what do you think about this? And people gave them information and said, you know, they went to their developers. And, they, and their developers were like, you know, this is a great idea. Do this. So they they know what's going on. There, there's there's something okay. happening here with this. That it's going to be it's going to be it's going to make Nintendo a bucket of cash, and people are going to walk away playing games on it. That I mean, I I like the idea of having that screen, and if somebody says like I want to watch freaking Dancing with the Stars or something, that I can keep playing it on that on that screen. I don't know how well it's going to work, but um, I like I like to just be able to switch it back and forth, you know. That's a cool idea for sure. But one thing I was going to say with just with the, your Wii Fit point is how many people do you think bought that Wii Fit, used it for a month, put it in the fucking closet, and now it has like a stigma against it? Like, well, I'm, oh, I'm not, not going to use that fucking thing again. I don't know. I, don't, I think Nintendo has a hard, hard road ahead of them to sell this thing, but who knows? You put one Mario or Zelda game on it, and it'll sell 50 million guaranteed. So it's weird. I've never played a Zelda game in my life. Really? Never? I've never uh, been into actually, them. No, that's a lie. I played one for briefly on DS, a Phantom Hourglass one. Yeah, I mean, I'm like a. Um, uh, see, the problem with Zelda, like I'm playing Ocarina on 3DS, and the problem with Zelda to me is that it's not really an RPG. It's not well, it's, it's not really an RPG. 
I mean, maybe the early ones were. But these later ones, these 3D ones, they're puzzled. Like, they're, they're like Metroid or something. Like, you go in and, like, everything you do, there's, like, a puzzle behind it. Like, you know, you got to fight the boss monster, you got to poke him in the eye. You know, or you got to, um, and then you got to roll around and stab him from behind. You know, that's the trick. Or you go to this thing and you got, like, um, three different things shooting coconuts at you and you got to do them in a certain order to paralyze them so the door will open. It's, like, all, like, these little puzzle things that you got to do. And it's, like, and that's not really how, like, I want to play an RPG. I don't mind, like, a couple of quests that might have a puzzle in it or something, but it's, like, everything with that stuff is, like, all about, you know, it's not about, like, getting hit points and fighting monsters and everything. It's more about um, solving puzzles, you know? And, like, but puzzles that you have to solve with, like, really archaic control schemes, you know? So you're battling constantly with the controls to try to do the things that you need to do to beat the puzzle. I don't know. And it's never really been my thing. Not interested at yeah. all. But Nintendo... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Nintendo is kind of like... Um, I think they're going to do really well. I think though that Sony's going to do much better with the with the Vita this time around. Everybody I know is very excited about it. Yeah, let's switch to that. What do you, you think? Yeah. yeah. The, but the titles that? have to be there. I know they showed a you know whatever an Uncharted for it that looks really good, but it has to. These games have to have the depth. You know, the, and Nintendo has the you know a smart idea. You release a small, cheaper system because a lot of the games that come out are cheaper games that the developers put their sort of sub-people on the games to work on them, right? Now, Sony comes out with a system that's very competitively priced, but I bet those games are going to be like 50 bucks each. And if that's you're gonna, what I was thinking. It, I was just going to bring that up. But if you're going to spend was... 50 bucks on a game, it needs to be a full-featured console-style game. It can't be freaking Uncharted, the, you know, the, the side stories or whatever, yeah. you know, where it's like, like 15 missions or whatever, then you're done. Because people like they they they're just like it's no good. I I just play the full game. You know the the mobile games have got if you're because look the iOS games iPad iPod Touch whatever iPhone they've got that whole mini game crap figured out now right dollar game okay so now Nintendo if you're gonna charge or Sony if you're gonna charge forty fifty bucks for a game. You've got to up the experience. It can't be puzzle bobble again, man. It can't do it anymore. People aren't going to buy it. So I think the things have changed. I think it's shifted now. And so you think that this might be the last um, cycle of game only handhelds? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think that cell phones and and systems do sort of um, merge more. But you have some issues where um, the, uh, um, well, first of all, a lot of people aren't going to give a cell phone to a child. So you have a lot of kid market. You see a lot of kids with iPod touches. You do. You do see a lot that have them. But the vast majority will not give their, their kids phones. And um, that's a big market that you just don't want to ignore. And the, the other thing, though, is that... Um, on the flip side of that, putting game controls like, you know, analog sticks, fire buttons, trigger buttons, and things on a phone, that's not going to work, you know? So Apple's stuck. They've got the, the touch screen, and they, they're not going to have the control scheme to ever work with it, you know, the, that's going to work for video games. Uh, the, a lot of these games are fun on 
these mobile devices. Like, you know, you can make games specifically for them, like Angry Birds, that works out really great. But the vast majority of these ones that are emulating a joystick with your finger on there, they work okay. Oh, they're terrible. But yeah, most of the time they're they're not good. And they're I've and never played one that was good. I I heard that Chinatown Wars was the best, like, you know, it, on screens and it was terrible. I did I did like one mission. They may be fun if you're a little kid and you have like little fingers or something and it works out better. I've got big my thumb takes up half the screen. You Me know? too, man. And, I got these big Canadian fucking thumbs, dude. My fists are like frozen turkeys. Yeah, and so I think that I think you have a divide, and I think gamers, as long as we keep buying those systems, it's great. But I, at the same time, I realize that um, Apple and stuff are going to continue to come out with more powerful systems. But Apple also has a problem where they have to maintain battery life. It's okay for Sony or Nintendo to come out with a game system that's going to last two, three hours. You know, it's not great, but you're like, it's acceptable for a game system because you're like, yeah, it's pushing a lot of a lot of pixels and stuff like that. You can't really have a phone that lasts two or three hours, man. I mean, right. it's just. Forget it. You people are going to be like, "Well, this phone sucks." I need like, you know, a day worth of talk time. And uh, well, this I've heard that. What's that one epic game that went to iOS, uh, the sword fighting one or whatever? The epic, the guys that made Gears of War. Maybe? Okay, right. Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, that'll like, well, because it's running on Unreal, that'll drain your battery life in like, like, uh, like 45 minutes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and it's just not really. You know, they, they have these very closed systems and stuff, and, and they're also very delicate. I mean, I've had, uh, you know, um, two iPhones, and uh, the the parts on them have, o- over time, I mean, not right away, I'm not like an idiot or anything, but they've worn out and broke. You know, my first one, the screen went bad, then I got it replaced because I had the warranty, and then um, the screen went bad again, but outside of warranty. So that was a, that was a second gen. And then with my 3GS, the button, the, the round button failed, and I have to press it like multiple times for it to do anything. And then recently the volume button fell off. So, yeah, um, yeah. and you know, that, that's just through, co- that's just through regular use, uh, you know, and it's like, if you're trying to use it as a game system, you're going to have even, was it, was it last weekend when you're all fucking hammered? No, no, I don't, um, I don't use it as a phone anymore because once that round button, uh, yeah, once that round button fa- uh, fucked up on me, I bought a windows phone seven. Sambuca and fucking flames all over your fucking iPhone. That's my brother, yeah, lighting himself on fire. <laughs> Tell that story. I never heard. You, you guys only briefly mentioned it. he set himself on fire. No, I mean not real. I mean basically we were doing. Um, Was it like the, the end of Crank too? We were doing jelly bean shots, and you know you got to blow it out before you drink it. And Brian like picked it up, but they're you know they were poured really high, so it like dripped all over his hand, and so his hand was on fire. <laughs> and he's just sitting there blowing on it like. Shh, shh, you know, until it went out, but, you know, but it was kind of funny. And then half the bar was on fire because we had 10 of these things, so people were moving them around. So there's all this, like, alcohol on fire on the bar. Um, but it's, you know, it was all right. It, it, did, you, did you say on an, an older podcast, it, it was one of the best stuff. Was it Corber that lit his arm on fire with a flaming Dr. Pepper? Oh, that was my friend Kevin. Uh, okay. No, yeah. Oh, no, it was yeah, annoying. right, yeah. 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 He totally, yeah, that was ridiculous. So embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I feel like I know you and all your friends. Yeah, at least remember Kevin Vanoy. That's good because that was just a name mention. Yeah, it's um. Well, no, I just remember him because of the fights episode. You say that you've never gotten to any fights because of your friend Monkey Kevin Vanoy. Yeah, it's true. The guy was <laughs> nuts. Kick everybody's ass. I got a few friends like that that are just they're they're kind of always itching to just fight, and it's like, you know, so if you're you know for some reason you'd want to pick on the tallest guy in the room it would be a big mistake, which would be me. 
Um, yeah, these other guys would just be like, what? It's just like, you know, there's brawls, and you're just like, Jesus, what's going on, you know? And it's kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm a little like that sometimes. Yeah, it's... it's I, can, I, can, I can flip at, like, the drop of a hat. Try not to now. Kids and shit. Rolling black eyes. But uh, anyway, sorry to, to derail you. So what do you think about Microsoft at the press conference? Though? I wasn't too impressed. I mean, I understand what they they're doing, though. Anything, Not though. really. I mean, it was a lot of it was a lot of connect, and that's good. I mean, they needed to show support for the thing, and I, I'm glad that they are supporting it because unlike Sony, who comes out with Move and then he kind of drops <laughs> off the face of the earth, I, yeah. you know, it, it's at least Microsoft has shown that when they release a third party add-on or, or you know, first party add-on that they're going to support it. So good for them. I, you know, I'll probably buy some of that stuff, but none of that none of that crap really wowed me, you know. I don't know. I and mean, it's cool Halo 4. You know, I mean, let's see what happens. Do you uh, like Halo? Or? Yeah, I mean, I like it, but I'm not nuts about it. I mean, I'm not one of these guys that's like all watching all the uh, videos and all this sort of stuff, but but I mean, I'll totally play them. I mean, it's cool, yeah. you know. I liked Reach. Re I thought Reach was really good. Yeah, I mean, I played all the way through ODST and I played Halo Two. I even played through all the way through Halo Wars. I haven't actually finished Reach yet. I got to get back to it. I mean, it's hard right now because I'm responsible to get all these reviews done for Spill. So it's like I'm constantly playing whatever's coming up next, and you know, I never get through anything because every. What are you playing right now? Like what's Dungeon Siege Three? Oh, that sucks, though, right? No, it's not that bad. No, it's okay. You didn't, you didn't make it sound very good. <laughs> no, it was Je Jedi was kind of hard on. He's like, I heard the graphics are terrible, though, right? Je and then Je like, Jedi sounded like he wanted to. He really wanted to fucking hate me to hate the game, but it's actually <laughs> it, it's fun. It's not the greatest game, but it's a hack and slash. It's it's okay. Uh, it's totally Is it like Torchlight or Diablo. Is that? Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I mean, okay, you... yeah. I didn't know if it was top down or third person. Yeah, it's the like top down, and it's it's got a good story kind of going with it. It's 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 not you know it's not dragons. I, I, I'm, now that I'm getting older, Dragon I'm Age. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts every week. Like that's how I listen to about 25 gaming podcasts a week. That's how I keep up with the industry and stuff, just because I find it interesting. And um, you know, I'm, these days I'm looking for more games that are less like um, you know just games so that I can listen to a podcast and play at the same time. Like, you know, it's just like mind-numbing, you know what I mean? Just to, like, relax. Like how a lot of people just play WoW with the sound off or something like that. And I don't know, maybe I'll look into that one. Because I like Torchlight. Did you ever play that? I have it. I haven't played it. It's fun. And I have Diablo 2 always on my PC. Just, just you know, it's just, it's just mindless, right? I yeah, I mean, games. right, yeah. I mean, it's famous. I mean, they're always talking about making another one. You know, I don't know if they are or whatever. Whatever. I mean, it... It's like Gauntlet. You ever played Gauntlet? I mean, that's just a hack and slash. Yeah, it's kind of, but that's kind of like the granddaddy of these games. I mean, Don't you're right. I mean, you're running through the thing, shooting all the monsters. The monsters are kind of weak, you know. So you dispatch them fairly easily, and then you collect treasure, rank your guy up, and then eventually get to a boss monster, you know, and it's breathing fire. And you run around. And you just you're in a party and you're just killing it, you know, and you just collect stuff and it's you can pretty standard. Though. Yeah, standard, but you know, fast-paced. You know, it's not like freaking an MMO or whatever where you know, it takes you 5,000 freaking critters to die before you earn like one chink of armor, you know. I mean, it's it's more I started playing WoW again just lately. And it only took me about maybe 2 hours to get Urban. That's exaggerating. Like to go from level 1 to like 17 only took maybe like Four hours at most. They sure shoot you up fast now with after the cataclysm patch. Your um, your audio is getting really, really rough. I don't know if um, sorry? Oh, sorry. I don't know if something. I, I was kind of leaning back my chair. No, it's not that. It's it sounds like bandwidth. Let me um, 
quickly hang up on you and call you right back, okay? Okay, good. Yeah, My no. computer's kind of a piece of shit, so... No, it wasn't that. It's, I think it's a bandwidth thing. Sometimes Skype does that, and I have to, like, reset it, and it's all good. So, all right. um, yeah, all right. Well, well what, else, what else are you playing? Like, what else are you reviewing right now? Well, um... They're doing Hunted the Demons Forge. I'm not doing that one. I play Witcher 2. Um, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, it's really fun. It's good. People say it's, you know, it's hard. I, don't, I haven't found it that difficult, but I'm playing it on easy because everybody said it was so massively difficult, you know, so... Playing I, it I play Demon Souls, so it's like anyone says anything's hard, I just don't believe them until I play it. Yeah, and um, what else did I recently play? Um, SOCOM for the PlayStation 3, we still have to cover that. Um, Fear 3, I've got to play that. Um, I like the Fear games, but I heard that one's not very good. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I guess you say it's not scary or something, I don't know. I didn't really did find... You, did, you, did you play the second one? I did, I got all the way to the end, I couldn't beat the boss. I mean, I just Oh, kinda... so you didn't see the rape scene? Well, I think that's kind of like right at the end, yeah, where you're getting yeah. raped by the, yeah, the you, monsters. Yeah, you get raped by all yeah. <laughs> Constantly, yeah, that, that I got, I just couldn't kill her enough to get through it. And... I was like, this is kind of fucked up. <laughs> I guess one of the best endings ever. Yeah, and so um, that's about it. I mean, it just depends. Like, we're supposed to record on all these things, and um, so there's been some other stuff that I've played that we're just kind of waiting on to record on. And, you know, every Tuesday there's new stuff, but I guess this Tuesday is dry, so we're going to kind of power out a lot of stuff this week. Hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know. I've never checked out your Spill show. You always sound so down on it on your other podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's... it's <laughs> When it, it it's touch and go, man. It, some is show, it on iTunes or no? Oh yeah, so, some oh. shows are some shows are better than others. Um, it, it's one of those things. Like the, the the group of guys that we're doing on that show are getting to know each other a lot better. But Corey has a tendency to start talking more personal. We like he'll start talking to Nick about things that's going on with them, and then it'll take like thirty minutes, and there's like nothing to <laughs> say about it. I don't even know anything about you know this personal conversation that they're having. So yeah, they do uh, they do that, and then. They start talking about the game and stuff, and you get like a like ten minutes to talk about the game a little bit, you know. But um, Corey tends to drive the show, and he'll he'll drive the show even if he hasn't played the game. And so there's like a lot of times it's kind of like nah, I think we could do it differently, you know. Yeah, but right. he wants to make the show as entertaining as possible because the whole thing behind Spill is less detail, more entertainment value. So. Right. You know, the American way. It's his deal. You know, <laughs> I'm happy to be part of it. Uh, you know, I'm trying to help him make this thing a success and uh, whatever. You know, I mean, it, I I would do things differently if it was me, but I already do things differently. I have my own show, exactly. so you know, M- multiple shows, right? So I just kind of let it go at that. You know, he That's does cool. he does his things his way, and I do things my way. But I'm happy to be part of his his deal. So anyway, we're nearing the end, dude. It's uh, almost ninety minutes in. So, you got anything else you want to say? Anything? No, uh... man. I could bust balls with you all night, but that's cool. <laughs> all right. Well, it's... it's fun, man. I'm really. Uh, I think people. I'm really have... glad you had me on. Yeah, I think people have gotten a new respect for um, uh, British Columbia, and um... I think I think I actually put us down a couple points. With this I think I think you've raised your uh, your street cred, though. I think people are going to be afraid to go there now, which is good. You know. Oh, don't worry, dude. I got plenty of street cred here. <laughs> there you go. And, um, well, I hope everything works out for you, you know? Sounds like your life is kind of coming around, so things are getting it's, it's better. It's starting to, you know. You know, it's good. You know. It's cool. All right, that's it. 
thanks everybody for listening. If you want to check out more information about the show, go to videogamenews.com or look for us on Facebook. Go to the Video Game News group page, whatever the heck it's called. Don't go to the lame one that has like seven people in it, though. Go to the big one that has like 250 people and, you know, like it. And then you can find out more about Oblast and when we're recording them and all that good stuff. Um, thanks again, Lucas. And, hey, uh, no problem. Thanks for having me, bro. That's it. Good night. Peace.